spin. Where did you dig up that old fossil? We're going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And Kenton, there's a little Star Wars news this week regarding former Doctor Who actor, I guess, Crown as well. He's probably more well-known for the Crown now, Matt Smith. Yeah. He, a podcaster interviewed him, and I watched the clip on YouTube, and Matt Smith said, and uh, we were all wondered, like, what's he going to play in The Rise of Skywalker? We wondered because we right. knew that he'd been signed, remember? Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. And, we're, and he said, well, he goes, yeah, I went and I talked to them, and... They, they had a pivotal thing that I was going to do that was going to change Star Wars forever. And then uh, then they never called me. <laughs> <laughs> and he wouldn't give any more detail than that? And he, no, no. And then, in fact, the podcaster's screen freezes. And, uh, and, uh, and he's like, this is the worst time for that to happen. And then he comes back and he's just kind of bemused about it. Matt Smith, it's funny. It's a funny interview. And he looks much younger than what I thought he was based on his roles. I, I, well, I was a little confused about that. As I said, I just saw yeah. him in a last night in Soho and his love interest in that is Anya Taylor joy. You know, the one from the, the chess show, right? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. From, from the, yeah. And, um, and I think she's much, much younger than him. So I have a bit of an issue with that, but I think he's in his late thirties, right? Late thirties, early forties, maybe. Uh, he looks younger in this video than, okay. than I've Everybody. ever seen him look before. So I don't, I mean, that's something we could check, but, but uh, it's interesting because I think, uh, I I actually think like, and all the rumors were that he was going to play either a guy possessed by the spirit of Palpatine or young Palpatine, maybe in flashbacks or Palpatine something, I think. And probably that points to them finding out at the last minute that they could get the actual guy <laughs> who played oh, the Ian. Emperor. Oh. I wonder if there's some degree. Remember that? Like maybe there's some degree of that. They were gonna have him as a younger man because he'd been cloned. Well, that would have made more sense. Uh, it right? might have been better. It might have been better. You know, and like yeah. He does look he does kind of look like Palpatine. Well, yeah, I mean, with all that makeup that, that they put yeah. on uh, Ian McDermott, they could be, anybody could be Palpatine with that much makeup on, right? Yeah, you're so, probably right. Yeah, that would have been cool. I kind of like that idea. I think, well, I think that's where they were going with yeah. it. And when when you when he says it could have changed Star Wars forever, it's like what else could they've done? Like the clone of Palpatine would have had that effect, particularly if Palpatine would have lived at the end of the sh- of the movie. That could have right. changed. That could have brought us into like another three movies. Exactly. That, probably. Yeah. yeah. So that that would make the most sense. But I've definitely seen people floating other theories online and stuff. But I think mm. I think it has to have been. Young Palpatine or guy possessed by Palpatine, one or the other. Interesting. Well, either of those, and they, and they have kind of explored those ideas in some of the comic books, uh, the Dark Empire series, as we've talked about before, had yeah. that it had that uh, device where the Empire had clones of his own bodies and was transferring his spirit into those bodies. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's interesting. Well, I mean, like we've already said this, we'll never know, and we have the movie we have. So, and we'll talk a little bit more at the end of this. I do want to do our rewatch. We'll talk more about the organization because I've got a new plan. I'm going to um, pitch to you. Uh, but oh, before we get oh, to that, uh, of course, that was not the only Star Wars news this week. There was a no. big Star Wars. I texted you frantically, oh. book a Boba Fett trailer. And you're like, really? And that was the, uh, I'm, I that's how I imagine, it. that's how I imagine your voice sounded when you texted me that really. Um, so yeah, the book was, of Boba yeah. Fett trailer dropped. I was blown away by, I was not expecting it at all. I had been in a class 
So I finished the class. It wasn't even on my radar. I had no idea that that that, that was a possibility that day. So it was it was very excited to see that that was real. And you, but you had said at some point, I remember saying that we should have had a trailer by now. Like it, it was overdue. It was like, come on, like we're only, uh, we're a month away, at least a month, two months, I guess, almost two months away from the series. So we should have had a trailer before now. Yeah. I mean, I, and even the trailer we got is light on, on details It's light on lots of things. Well, yeah, it gives us quite a bit. It gives us lots, but it just it doesn't give us the lots we were expecting. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we are going to watch it uh, just to get the awesome audio on the podcast, but also to uh, to see if we can pick out any more details. I've made some notes. You've made some notes, but let's watch it together one more time and uh, see if we can see anything else. I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. You were all once captains under Jabba the Hutt. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. Why speak of conflict when cooperation can make us all rich? What prevents us all from killing you and taking what we want? If he had spoken such insolence to Jabba, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please, speak freely. Speak freely, Kenton. Oh, we know what that means. That means you're going to get fed to whatever is now below. <laughs> Is that right? You think that he's not going to be as uh, as gracious as, or is he going to be just like Java, or is he going to be a nicer uh, crime boss, as he seems to <laughs> say in this trailer? Well, how can he be a nicer crime boss? I don't know. I, don't, I think uh, he's well. He's all ruled by respect, but that's like Tony Soprano ruled by respect, right? Uh, and killing people. <laughs> and I think I think the one goes with the other. So I don't I I don't buy it, and especially given the other. The other footage that we see in this, uh, I mean, we see him some, you know, cracking some skulls in this trailer. So I don't, you know, he, there's going to be some good action and some good fighting. And I think some good bounty hunting, I think. Oh, but he says he's not a bounty hunter at the beginning of the trailer. We shall see. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, so what was some of the like first thing that that I noticed? Obviously, it's the first shot in the um in the trailer we have, it starts off on Jabba's Palace, right? That is definitely Jabba's Palace. And what appears to be a little spider droid, uh, which is kind of like a little version of the big one that we saw in Jabba's Palace back in Return of the Jedi. I would uh, I would say it's the same one. That's okay. Bomar, Bomar Monk. I had to okay. figure. Bomar Monk is a spider with a little head fluid sack. <laughs> yeah. And there, no, but there's more than one. Wasn't that an order of monks that were living there or something? Oh, interesting. No, I, I, don't, I don't remember. 
I'm not going to look it up. I'm not going like, to resist your Google. Monk is actually a monk or is just a spider with the name monk. Right. I can't remember. I seem to, that's just a very, very faint thing. That's just, I don't know. I will look up that stuff later, but, but anyway, that does, it's definitely a callback to the, to the return of the Jedi. Um, if it's not oh, the same yes. character, it's one of those characters uh, or a similar type of person. Right. But, I, but I think what I like about that is it sets the scene. Like that was a, ma- a famous mail away figure for Kenner. That oh, was it? Yeah, that was one of the ones that I that you got in the mail. You had to put the the legs on them, and then the little thing, the little clear thing on them. And so I think that's why if people know it's Bomar Monk, that's why they know it. I like I've seen people online going like, "No, no, this is from the drawing of, from Episode One." It's like, "No, no, it's not. It's it's the same spider that was in Jabba's palace, or of the same kind." But we see Jabba's palace. So I think uh, what I think that this tips its hat to is the idea that everything that survived in Jabba's palace uh, for Return of the Jedi is on the table here. That yes. I think that we could see anybody from that scene who was not on the sail barge. Or maybe even maybe some who are. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. We know that Bib Fortuna is alive. Um, yeah. he, he got off somehow. And yeah, so that's very, you're right. Absolutely. And that's exciting to me. I mean, that's, this is, this is literally a sequel to Return of the Jedi. That is what we're talking about here. It's so good. Yes. I'm so excited. Okay. What's next? Uh, I'm not a bounty hunter. He is, uh, but did you notice, look what it's, look what is handing him his, his helmet here, Kenton on this side. Do you see that? Is that a pit droid? It's a pit droid. You got it. Um, from episode one, pit droid handing him his helmet. Amy Sedaris, friend of Amy Sedaris. Well, we assume we assume she only she owns the only pit droids left in uh, Tatooine. Um, and I have an issue with I, one thing that's bothered me since we saw Boba Fett come back during the Mandalorian and, and he polished up his arm. He got his armor back from Corn and the Cobb, polished it up, gave it. I thought he gave it a new paint job, but maybe he just cleaned it because it still seems to be scratched. And there's this just big old dent in his noggin in his head. On the helmet, why doesn't he like buff that out? What do you think he just is it a battle scar that he wears with pride? Do you think? Okay, I actually think his he had he had done that in the Mandalorian, and I think this is a new dent. Oh, it's a new dent. Oh, interesting. That's what I think. I okay. Well, that's what I think because it wasn't it. I actually watched in advance of us talking, I watched the end scene from the Mandalorian where you see him take the throne. Oh, yes. So it's so dark, it's so hard to see it actually in that scene. I thought it'd be easier to see. But I'm pretty sure that he fixed up his armor. I think it was all clean again. I think. Interesting. Mandalorian. So I think this might we this might come after some big battle. He's so had. somebody's knocked him in the noggin and, and put a dent there. Interesting. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. it could be. You're right. What, what else? Lucasfilm Lucasfilm logo all Boba fetted out. Is it? Was it? I didn't notice I, that. I think it is. Oh yeah, it is. You're right. It's got yeah, Boba yeah. Fett colors. Yeah, and the theme music, by the way, that is the Boba Fett theme from the Mandalorian. Um, I oh. looked it up. I did actually a little. Uh, I did a little TikTok video about this trailer and uh, I looked and on TikTok, the music was there. So I was able to use it. So it's very no cool. No way. Yeah. That's solid. I was wondering about that. I was wondering who, like who scored this. That's yeah. It's really, really, it's a, this kind of, it's a really good theme. I really like it. Yeah, I like and I'm that. glad that Boba Fett has finally got his own theme song. Cause he, he needed it. He's never had it. What else? Oh, we're, uh, well, what do you think about, um, I was going to ask you. More Tatooine. What do you think? Are you yeah. ready for more Tatooine or you want him to get the hell off this? Yeah, one? I'm done. with. I mean, although we didn't spend a ton of time on Tatooine and the Mandalorian, but uh, uh, honestly, these plans are all kind of starting to blur together for me <laughs> at this point. Like, <laughs> it's kind of like they're all kind of looking the same. So, I mean, it's fine. It's just as good as any other time. But, I, you know, it would be good to see it at a different place. But this has to take place on Tatooine because it's Jabba's Palace and it's Boba Fett. So 
it makes sense for this story. I think the next one, like certainly um, if they find some way to bring uh, Cassie and Andor to Tatooine, that's, I'm going to cry foul on that one. Uh, but this is fine. Yeah, uh, he's, I mean, at first ahead. I was sort of thinking like, oh no, not Tatooine again. But the more scenes that I see, I, I think we're seeing some other parts. Remember Luke Skywalker said, uh, you can get a lift to Anchorhead. Yes. Maybe that's what this is. I don't yeah. know. Well, we see a shot of it. Is that meant to be yeah. tattoo or um, Moss Eisley? That shot of the city at the beginning? I don't think so. I don't know. That's well. Is it? Let's see again. Hold on, I'm looking for it. There it is. Oh, there. Yeah, yeah. It's in a. It's in a crater. That's not Moss Eisley. No way. Eh? Different. Different. Maybe. maybe it is Anchorhead, right? Not much. Like they talk about it in Star Wars, like it's a major port. So maybe that's what we are looking at here. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. not even Tatooine. Could be. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like, honestly, this stuff is going to be cut together from all different episodes. Yeah. So there's not going to be any consistent. There's a right. couple like core scenes in this trailer that you could tell, yeah. you know, they're not giving anything away. Like there's this one where he's, he's got his helmet off. Um, and it, it appears that he's going to have his helmet off a lot in this show. Oh, it looks. Yeah, I think once again, you're paying the actor. <laughs> and uh, so and, you better take that helmet off so you can show everybody it's you. And he spent enough years with the helmet on, although he did take it off in the uh, in the prequels as well, right? Uh, I'm sure he did. Django as Django as Django, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, Django, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah he did absolutely. take it off. So there yeah, you yeah. go. So uh, he has a callback. We're getting a callback to Django's death. There we go. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, what's the next scene? Is it the, is oh. it the is it the helmet? Well, it, no. Next, scene, I mean, it looks like he's gathering together uh, uh, the old crew. He's getting the band back together, right. or he's looking at all these. They're all Jabba's. Uh, cronies uh i don't think these are that we talked about last episode we talked about him getting the gang back together as far as the other bounty hunters from empire strikes back this is not that these are just guys that worked with java or it says you were all at once captains under java so i don't know you know well lower lower people they're of these are bosk creatures so we might see a bosk we might see a reunion with bosk since he they i think we saw those guys in the mandalorian too didn't we the early couple uh, episodes did we? I think so. One of the bounty hunters that were, were after the, also after the child at the beginning. And also Walrus Man. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. All Walrus these guys. Man species. Bum face. Honda <laughs> Baba species. Um, so it's very clear from this that he's going, he's looking to take, not necessarily take over, but form a new like uh, uh, mob or gang or whatever you want to call it. Get everyone together. Cooperation could be mutually beneficial, right? He's trying to get them all on board with this. And they say, of course, what's to stop us from killing you? And then Fennec Shan says, Jabba would have you feeded to this menagerie, whatever she says. I didn't see a menagerie. I only ever saw the one thing he had down there, the, the rancor. Yeah. Uh, but I guess he must have had other animals too, right? After the rancor I would, died. I would love to know what the menagerie is. And we'll probably see something in the menagerie. Oh, sure. It's setting us setting something up. The menagerie has been left untended for 30 years. Oh, no, no. So this is only five years, right? This is five years after return. So five years, the, the menagerie has been left untended. So they've probably taken over the place for all we know. Um, so there you go. So he's like convincing these guys to, to form a, a gang. We're going to assume that he's, I mean, somewhat um, successful and then there's probably resistance he's got to fight them but what are the what's the ultimate goal is it just greed is it just for money or do you think he's going to have other motivations in this series beyond that i have some theories about that but it's going to uh, let's leave them to the end because uh what i'm about to suggest will make people mad <laughs> <laughs> okay Sounds good. I can think uh, of a couple things where this could go. Is this going to make me mad? <laughs> That's my question. Good. 
Okay, we'll see. Yes, I don't think I'll get mad sure. about anything, no, but I might get. Uh, well, I might one take... of them for sure will is uh, definitely on shaky ground. By the way, you just you just had the Twilex up there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll put it back to the Twilex. Yeah. There we go. I found out today that that's Jennifer Beals from Flashdance. Is it really? Apparently oh, so. It is too. That's awesome. Good for it's her. Like, I know. It's like every again, every celebrity who's ever wanted to be in Star Wars is now coming out of the the woodwork to be in Star Wars, right? Ooh. For a second, that guy next to her, I never noticed him before. I thought that was uh, corn on the cob uh, himself sitting next to her. But no, like, uh, no it, but it's not cob. It looks like that guy, Peter. What's his name from um, oh, from Ghostbusters? He played the guy with the accent in Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking guy. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of looks like him. Anyway. All right. So, yeah. Well, let's hear. I mean, OK, so we go. Let's just go quickly through the rest of it. We see, you know, some shots of them sitting at the table. We see the Twilight girls talking about them. Maybe they'll have a bigger role in it. Um, then there's some good shots of the the ship. We got We're slave going into the underworld. Yeah. Okay. This this shot of the helmet hitting with the money coming out. That is a callback to Django Fett's. Ah, yes. Decapitated. For Absolutely. Sure. Yes, you're right. Yeah. And there's money in it. So why is why is this helmet full of money? And then know. there's some it's kind of a conflict. You can tell they're they're showing this out of out of context because in this shot the shields are already open. And then in the next one, we see them oh, open up their shields. So they're they're showing that in a little bit of out of order there. But anyway, yep. And nitpicky. his helmet's off. His helmet's, his helmets off, off in this shot. Yeah, he, he stole their money. I don't know. Something happened. Something happened. I like the shields. The shields look cool. I don't yes. think we've ever seen anything like that in Star Wars before. Like a personal shield that they just hold like that. That's kind of uh, neat. That is cool. Um, let's see what else. And then we have. I think it's just like back to that. And then, yeah, when you see him like just go crazy and the look of, on his eyes is like, no, he just looks like he's just, this is yeah. him letting everything go. <laughs> kicking, he's, he's kicking more ass. Yeah. So that's yeah. good. And you can hear the bone crushing blow I, of the, of his. Yeah. Weapon. This is his expression when he kills people. I kind of want him to keep the uh, helmet on. Cause he looks he looks like a maniac. <laughs> he, does. he looks insane. Yeah, yeah he that's that's not a good look. Anyway, well, maybe it is for him, right? So yeah, it is for him. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's pretty much it. And then we see, you know, it's just that that last scene where they say Jabba would have your da da da, and he's like, speak freely, and that's it, pretty much. And then we have the the, the logo come up and blah blah blah. So let's hear this theory. Okay, I got a, I got a couple here. Well, okay, so um, we do get that call back to uh, Django Fett's. Uh, decapitation, his father's decapitation at the hands of Mace Windu. This is the part that's going to make you mad. What if Mace Windu is still alive and he is going to get revenge on Samuel L. Jackson for killing his pappy? Oh, well, that would be, uh, well, it's not making me mad. I mean, only because you won't let this go. I know, <laughs> never, that's right. You will never, ever let that go. And honestly, I kind of want it to happen just so you'll shut up about it. <laughs> so let's, just, let's just hope that they do that. Just so that finally, there you go, Kenton. Mace Windu. I mean, Sam Jackson is kind of, I think he's easing, I think he's easing out of the Marvel stuff at this point. Like, I think he's pretty much done with that. So he needs another regular gig. Um, so he should get back into the Star Wars stuff for sure. That would that would hold him over for a couple of years, I think. If he comes back to the Star Wars universe. It's uh, it's, well, not, it's not completely unheard of. I don't say it's I don't say it's impossible. It's it's it is possible for sure. I, I don't, I, and of course, I knew that, uh, I know I never stopped talking about it, which is why it would make, it would drive everybody crazy if I mentioned it. But also, I don't think it would happen this season. I think if they were to come back and do another season, that that could certainly be a place, like, he would want to get vengeance on him. He, uh, the second thing that I was going to suggest, 
is we've seen a de-aged Luke Skywalker from this era. Um, Luke, uh, Luke, Han Solo, Chewie, that whole gang like was there to knock him into that Sarlacc pit. Could, could we see a de-aged Harrison Ford make an appearance? Could it be? Could it happen? Um, it's possible. Sure, anything's possible. Era. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. Or Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah, that, that's more probable, I think. Yeah. I, I would rather go go that way because actually, um, I never did get around to the clickbait that I was going to talk about. But the, the clickbait is that the villain, some people are, are speculating the villain will be Kira, um, a.k.a. Uh, um, Han Solo's girlfriend from Solo, right? Who uh, The mother of dragons. And I can't remember her name. I'm blanking on Of course, I'm blanking on her name. Anyway, she, they're saying she might be the villain. She could still be around, which makes sense because the actor is still around, right? And they could bring her into it. I don't know if I like that as much, um, but that is one possibility. So well, I, I don't think it's completely unheard of what you're suggesting there. No, like uh, it, the places that they could take it, I, like now that the, now that we've seen how the Mandalorian works, where it's some of the episodes sort of like feel sort of confined and intimate and other ones are feel like they're a grand scale, like major happenings kind of thing. I do think that I'd be surprised if the Book of Boba Fett doesn't give us one storyline uh, or thread or ends on something that we all recognize to be like a pivotal Star Wars moment that we've never seen before. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if it's one of those things. If one of those things somehow, or even Chewbacca, where you could- Oh, I think that would be a definite possibility. And that would, yeah. fans would be happy with Chewbacca for sure. They would love that. I think um, it's possible. I think it's possible. That's true. Uh, speaking of de-aging, the other thing that, that I think we might see is some flashbacks um, to Boba Fett's childhood, because we don't know what happened to him after uh, his father was killed by Mace Windu. And the last shot we have of him as a child is him holding his father's head in his hands. So what happened after that? We I think this series is going to tell that story in pieces, oh. right? We're gonna have flashbacks, and we can have flashbacks because he plays himself. He plays his own father. It's the same actor who plays the father. So just de-age him back to what he looked like in the early two thousands, and uh, have another kid play young Boba Fett, and then you're you're good to go. Like they could do, they, definitely do that. They might actually have some footage left over. Sure, yeah, I'm sure they do. Shoot, yeah, like that's that's the other thing that always that I always think about. Like imagine all the footage they've got that nobody's ever seen. Mm -hmm. Like that. And I assume that Disney gets all of that as well. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's all, it's all somewhere at Lucasfilm. Yeah. 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 So that would be interesting too. Um, like, I, I don't know. I'd be, I'd sort of be curious to see how they do that. The other element uh, is the Sarlacc pit where I actually thought the trailer would take us, would, would hint in some way, show them inside the Sarlacc pit, show them maybe taking the first step out, showing something in terms of how he got out of there. I, don't you think we'll see that? I no. think we will, but not in the first episode and not in the trailer. I think they're going to save it. I think it's going to be something like he's got to go back there to get something. Something fell out of his pocket and he has to go back there to get it. And so, so he has to revisit the Sarlacc and climb back in and get his something. I don't know. I'm just joking. But I, you know what I mean? Like that's going to be, the, it will be a, one episode of a story similar to the way they did that. Um, what was the, what was the big monster again in, in the Mandalorian last season? They had the sand, um, I want to say sandworm, but it's not a sandworm. It's called the crate dragon, right? They called it right, the crate right. dragon. So that thing was kind of a callback to the original movie because they had the skeleton in the original movie. So it'll be something like that, where it's like, we're going to go, we're going to go visit the Sarlacc kids. And so you think, <laughs> but are we going to see the flashback where he gets out of there after? Yes. Yes. I do think that. Yes. Yeah. I think that they will show us 
some we'll see his gauntleted hand come out and like you know on the edge of the thing and then yeah we'll see that i'm sure at some he's point he's been burned badly by acid and stuff so we can expect that uh he's had to fight his way out yeah um and the jawas have his armor so we we've we've seen that so uh, something like he's probably the acid is burning through the armor and he's got to get it off so he so he just it left down. it on the desert. Yeah, he just left it yeah. on the ground and they grabbed yeah, it. Yeah, something, it, it, it'd be very interesting. And and the other thing is, Bib Fortuna, did he, like, what's the story there? Why did he kill him uh, the second he saw him? Just put him out of his misery? Yeah. Sort of thing. Like, did anything happen after the Sarlacc? Oh, for sure. There's got to be some kind of, well, I mean, I guess there wouldn't have been any kind of interaction after he, oh, you mean after he got out of the Sarlacc, right? Yeah, so he got out of the like, Sarlacc, goes to back that? to Jabba's palace, right? He gets out of the Sarlacc, goes back to the palace. You're not going to believe what happened to me today. That guy knocked me into the freaking pit. How'd you get off the barge? Hey, hey, Bib, how'd you get off later. the barge? Is this five years later? Like, when did he escape from the, I guess we don't know the timing on all We don't story. know. Yeah, exactly. We don't know yeah, when he got out yeah. of the pit. We don't know how long he's been wandering around looking for his armor. So there's that too, right? So there's all kinds yeah. of stuff. So there's lots of places they can go. Now I'm, you know, I have I have a one issue I have kind of with this overall thing is that it's very clear that they're going to make Boba Fett the good guy, meaning the protagonist in this in this series, and he's always been a bad guy for us, right? As a kid, he was always a bad guy. He always had him fighting against Luke Skywalker when you're playing with the toys. So how do you feel about him becoming a good guy now? Uh, yeah, it's sort of notable. They, well, the other thing is that even in the Return of the Jedi fight, he's kind of. Uh, a victim of circumstance, his, 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 his battling ability kind of like is instantaneously neutralized <laughs> when coming face to face with those guys. And like he gets knocked in to the Sarlacc pit. We never really get a chance to see what he can do to see him really fight. He, he, he collects Han Solo and Carbonite, but we don't get a sense of what his fighting style is or anything like that. So when you see the Mandalorian, it's like, he, he's like a vicious, you know, killer, like smashing the skulls of, of uh, stormtroopers. And, um, I, and uh, we don't, we have no reason, to, uh, or I guess we just haven't seen that before. So I think like, yeah, on one hand, it is kind of jarring to see him sort of uh, have a different kind of viewpoint than what we imagine. But on the other hand, like there's not, there's nothing really in Star Wars to suggest that none of this isn't true. Oh yeah, like, I know. Yeah, because they have not done very much with the character. Yeah, yeah. There's not a ton they've done with the character, so there's a lot of, of possibilities. Um, yeah, and I agree that that's that seems very um, very possible. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Go ahead. You know, it's something we forgot to mention. I think that's Mando's voice at the beginning of the trailer saying, uh, "I'm not a bounty hunter." No, the uh, the throne thing. Oh yeah, about the blah 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 throne. I can't remember how the line goes. I th- isn't that the Mandalorians? I mean, voice? it could be. Yeah, it could it could be could be. So, is it, so we're going to see at least the Mandalorian for a cam, cameo. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'll show up. Will we yeah. see Baby Yoda? No. no. I, I say no. <laughs> no. I, I think Baby Yoda has to stay. The Mandalorian thing? This will, yeah, but this will have the effect of when we come back to the Mandalorian of, of the idea of the passage of time, which tells me that maybe Baby Yoda's uh, finished training, maybe. Oh, yeah, it could be, yeah. But interesting. however they choose to do it, like it is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the fact that they open with Bomar Monk from Return of the Jedi or the, his his species just implies like I just keep thinking about everybody that we saw 
in Jabba's palace and who could show up from that collection. That could be really interesting. So those are my favorite figures, my favorite oh. scene from the movie. Like so every, good. my favorite part of Return of the Jedi is abs. Well, uh, that last scene is pretty good too. I don't know. It's my favorite movie, right? My favorite Star Wars movie. So I love every part of that, that scene and those, those creatures. So I'm very much looking forward to it. Oh yeah. Like uh, it's the, what, and now that we know, that Favreau and Filoni and now um, Robert Rodriguez, now that we know they're all, you know, capable of uh, great Star Wars stories and knowing the right amount to bring from the old stuff and the, and the right amount of new stuff to bring in. It's just really interesting to see where they're taking this. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's like, it really is sort of exciting from a fan standpoint to just sort of see how are they, cause they're fans too, yeah. just to see like, how, how are they handling this? Cause they're doing it so well so far. There has been like hardly a misstep sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And I think, and what we all wanted all along was to know what happened after return of the Jedi. So it's great. Like this is the stuff that star Wars fans have just been imagining and excited for, for a long time. So it's great. They get to be in the wish fulfillment business. That's right. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, okay, so what I what I propose we should do now, and we talked about doing a rewatch, and initially I said we rewatch all nine movies um, in order of release, and I don't think we should do it that way. What I think we should do now, because when we think about it, the last three aren't really relevant to this whole thing yet. Like, we, we're not, we're just wanting to prepare for the Book of Boba Fett, so we don't need to watch the new movies um, we don't need to subject ourselves to the rise of Skywalker. So it's just an excuse for me to put off watching the rise of Skywalker again. Um, no, but we don't need to. And plus we don't have time. Like we don't have nine weeks in which to watch every movie and discuss it on the podcast before the book of Boba Fett. So what I propose we do is starting next week, we start with episode one and do okay. episodes in order. That way we end with return of the Jedi, which is the yeah, closest in the timeline to this. And that way we're kind of fresh on it. And every week, basically on Star Wars Nerds, we discuss the movie and then other stuff too. We'll talk about other movies, uh, uh, stories and stuff, but that'll be kind of the main point of discussion will be like our rewatch of The Phantom Menace and, and Attack of the Clones and stuff. I mean, Attack of the Clones will have lots of Boba and Django fed in it. So it's good to get a refresh on all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I, you know, I love rewatching it. I try to do it once a year and I haven't done it yet. So this is there you go. And then after the new year, after the season's done, then we'll watch the new movies and then we'll finally do the do our recorded episode of the uh, rise of skywalker and, and oh, how about uh uh oh yeah i guess we're not doing um are we doing solo and rogue one or no at some point maybe yeah we'll, we'll do oh, we did watch those together we did record ourselves yeah uh, but watching. not on this we're not we're not doing it on this run through no 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 just okay. the ones that came before the book of boba fett just the first six okay. films okay perfect cool all right that sounds like fun so next so before next week's episode you have to watch the episode one the phantom menace I will do that. That good. I've I will seen it many times and so, I watch it again. I'm gonna turn it on and have it on in the background. <laughs> so, ah, come on. No, no, no. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. It's been a long time. It really has been like probably since the last time you and I watched it together is the last time I actually watched, which was probably at least five years ago at this point. <laughs> More than that. So all right. Anything else? Anything in the world of toys happening right now for Star Wars? Oh, there's been um Hasbro uh has announced a whole bunch of new ones. Um, and you know, it's just good, you know. The, there's been supply chain issues across yeah, the board. That's happening for everything. Yeah, for absolutely everything. So it's not, I've sort of been on the down low on that collection stuff lately, but you know, I'm, I'm still looking at what's being created and what Hasbro's announcing. They announced like a life-size, not life-size, a six inch scale Rancor, I think Ooh. that that's going to be the next one where, um, oh, I can't remember what they call it. Hasbro choice or something where you, okay. 
you need to sign up for it first so they, they know they have enough people who are willing to pay for it <laughs> before they make it. Are That'll you one of those people, thing. Kenton? Nah, nah. <laughs> no, you're like a sign up for it. You have, have a rancor. I have so much crap uh, already <laughs> that it's be- I, the last thing I need is giant Star Wars stuff. That's the last thing I need. That's Do you have, a, is your rancor like an original rancor or is it a newer one? Uh, it's original. It's yeah. The, yeah, from the original series. Yeah, it's nice. got a broken finger on it. That's how you oh. can tell it's from the original series. But it's, uh, um, I never cared really about the, like that or the do-back or the, uh, or the wampa. Like yeah. I have those, but uh, I never really considered them part of the, the figures like they're just the creatures they're just monsters yeah, right? right yeah exactly the diehard figure uh was to me was like the little ones that you could buy on a card right those were all the ones i wanted i didn't really care about the creatures so much Interesting. all right they're not, they're not exciting they don't have personality exactly yeah they don't have lines all right that's gonna do it i think for this episode of the star wars nerds podcast we will watch and you can watch along with us the phantom menace uh, we'll discuss it next week. It's kind of like our movie club. It'll be like our Star Wars movie club. Perfect. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. I'm Dan Vatabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you on the ass. This is better work. I don't know. I can imagine quite a bit. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? We're going to Tosh's station to pick up some power converters. TK421, do you copy?